Welcome to Well I'm Hola podcast. Today we're going to have a conversation with Eva from Germany and Kendra from Canada. They're part from an average team from Switzerland, from the original base of YWAM in Lausanne. We're going to talk about Jesus and the passion for scripture. So enjoy. Yeah. Hi friends. Today is a very special day. We have guests from the SBS school, Secondary Bible School from Lausanne, Switzerland, the original base of YWAM. <laughs> yes. So here, especially, we have uh, Kendra yes. from Canada. Yep. <laughs> and we have Eve from Eva from Germany. Yeah. Hi. Hi, girls. How are you doing today? Good. We're so good. We're so excited to be here yeah. and talk on the podcast. It's going to be a good chat, I think. <laughs> yes, of course. Because we're going to talk about Jesus Amen. and passion for his word. Um, come yeah. on. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what we do all the time. <laughs> well, that and we read our Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us about what the SBS is about? Yeah, SBS stands for School of Biblical Studies and it's a nine-month YWAM program um, and we have three lecture phases where we study through the entire Bible and we read the Bible five times in that time and we use the inductive Bible study method. Mm -hmm. Wow, that sounds really, really deep. Really yes. deep. How did you guys decide to uh, study SBS? <laughs> Kind of funny because I didn't plan on studying the SBS too, but God planned it. So yeah. because I trust God, I, I trust His Word, and we kind of hopped into it. But yeah, for me, I ever since I did my DTS in 2019, I really had a heart to do some Bible school. I didn't know what Bible school that would be because I was I was torn and I wasn't like in a position of like being ready to study the Bible yet, and so. Originally, I wanted to do the BCC on location, which is where you like do three months and you do inductive and then you go on location and see like where Jesus was and stuff like that. Okay, so out of all the schools that I've done in Wyoming, like I was saying, um, SBS has been the one that's changed and captured my heart the most. And there's been a Bible verse that's really like held on, like helped me go through this school. And it's from John 8, 31 and 32. It says, And so Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And I feel like on top of like our school theme and stuff like this, this verse has really been like my personal story with my journey in SBS and how far God's carried me through this and really becoming free and undone by his word and stepping into like more of my identity as a daughter and as a citizen in heaven, you know? And so it's been so cool. And Every time I, I think I, I talk about the Bible, I always bring it back to this because it's true. Like once you know the Bible, like you know the truth and it's there and then it's your choice what to do with it. So, Ooh. yeah. So that's a bit of my story. And yeah, so, SBS. <laughs> so I also didn't want to do an SBS. <laughs> I also thought people who do an SBS or why on Bible school are crazy. Yeah, no, I belong to the crazy people. <laughs> so um, I uh, actually... The reason why I did uh, SPS was actually COVID because I wanted to go to university, but it did not work out due to COVID. Um, and I did a foundation for counseling ministry school with Laura Mozan. And after that, I uh, went home and I thought I'm done with Laura and then I was bored. So I applied for SPS. So I came to SPS because I was bored. But um, oh my goodness, <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good thing to fill yeah, your time with. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> and SPS really has has changed my my view on, on my perspective on the Bible because mm. it's, 
it's so crazy, like everything you can learn in the Bible and um, how how greatly the Bible can impact your life and change your life. And um, especially for me, like knowing historical context about the Bible mm -hmm. really has changed my view on the Bible um, and on God and everything. Mm -hmm. So, so good thing to do. <laughs> Yeah, certainly fills your time. It's a, not, it's not <laughs> a waste. No, it's not a waste of time. Not at all. Not at all. So you were talking a little bit about the inductive mm -hmm. method mm -hmm. that you guys use. How does the inductive method help you to go deeper in your relationship with Jesus? Mm -hmm. How to be more intimate with him? Yeah, no, for sure. So I'll just explain the method that we use. So yeah, the method is called the inductive Bible study method. And Basically, it's like four steps, and the first one is you pray because we believe that like God gave us this word, and through His Holy Spirit, He can help us guide it and reveal to us and give us revelation as we read. So, whenever we do anything before we read the book, before we start our work or whatever, we always pray. And then the second is observe, so we read the text in one go, and then we observe and ask questions like, "What does this mean? Like, um, what is the author? What is the author emphasizing here and stuff like that?" And then we connect it to the why, um, which is through interpretation as an original reader, because we have the same in our soul that the Bible was written for us, but not to us. And so we believe that, um, yeah, each book was written to a specific people group, and there's a whole other historical context that we could get into, but we won't today. Um, and so then we interpret it through like the original readers and it brings us into this perspective as if we were really there and seeing how that would mean and like what Paul is saying to different churches like in Ephesus or in Rome and stuff like that and so yeah and then the fourth step would be application how does it apply to us today and another thing is, is that we believe that the Bible like it has to change your life like the Bible requires action and so I think what brings us closer is as we go verse by verse, as we look at the text, the answers are all here. I mean, I think we leave with more questions. And I came into SBS thinking, oh yeah, surely I'll know everything by the end of it. But honestly, I'm leaving and I still have so many more questions than I thought I could. And yeah, but I think what brings us closer is just spending time on specific verses. And as we do like an assignment called our charts and we look at what the text is saying and interpret it and see Jesus in those things and see what he's doing and how he's speaking to him or how God is so personable. It really brings in this intimacy and it's like, oh man, this God who is talked about in the Old Testament is still the same today, you know? And so I think it's really beautiful and it brings, I think, a deeper intimacy as you just spend time in the word and just look at the text for what it is, you know, and not with any other ideas or anything, but just truly with what you're reading right in front of you. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well... Yeah, for me, um, how I got more intimate with God through studying with the inductive method was um, that I got rid of like false images that I had of God, mm -hmm. um, like just through seeing the Bible for what it is. Yeah. Um, I just saw God's character so clearly, and um, I still see it like with every book we're reading. Um, it's so great, like to to get rid of everything you thought you know and mm -hmm. get a complete new in, uh, perspective on it and mm -hmm. get a new, like, yeah, see God's character in a new way. Mm -hmm. And our school theme is from Job 42, verses 5 and 6. And, like, our theme is, like, I heard, but now I see. And in this passage, it talks about how, 
well, the book of Job is like about suffering and Job, all these things happen to him. And at the end, like God just appears and then he speaks. And Job's response to what God has to say is like, I had heard of you by the hearing of my ear, but now my eyes see you. Therefore, I despise myself, repent in dust and ashes. And it's like, mm-hmm. what? And I feel like this is very much our journey as a yeah. school of like, we had heard about God because a lot of us grew up in Christian households and we knew about who this God is. We went to Sunday school, we heard about him. But now I think as we opened up our Bible and really studied his word, we've really seen who he is and gotten to know him in such an intimate way. And every time I feel like for me anyway, like I, I read a book or something, I end up just repenting and bawling my eyes out because I'm like, oh God, like you're so good. Like I'm yeah. so not worthy. And But then, yeah, it's crazy. Like it's so good though. <laughs> Good. Yeah. 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 I also went on that journey of like knowing a lot about God, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not knowing God. And like through SBS, now I know who God is because I've seen it with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. There are like a special characteristic or a special like um, aspect of Jesus that you you were revealed in this time mm-hmm. like, that you didn't know before we hadn't seen it clearly but now it's like the first thing that pops into your mind saying oh wow this new revelation mm. i think for me um i think just studying like the context of what each book means has really helped me in those areas but then also um Honestly, one of my favorite books in the Bible is Hebrews, mm-hmm. um, but Hebrews and Leviticus is very much connected. And usually mm-hmm. people just skip over Leviticus because it's just a bunch Leviticus. of... I love Leviticus too, but that's only because I understand it. So yeah. for the people out there who don't understand Leviticus, like just hold on because it's good. And it's my favorite book. <laughs> it, yeah, it's my it's one of my favorites too out of the Pentateuch. And But Leviticus um, like talks about all these laws and it's... It's basically like a, a chiasm, right? It's like yeah. a sandwich. A sandwich. And yeah. so there's like different layers to a sandwich, right? And in the middle, there's the meat. And that's chapter 16, which talks about the Day of Atonement. And mm-hmm. that just means like um, the day where Israel was able to like sacrifice like a bull on behalf of the camp that offered all of its sin. And then all that sin was taken into the animal and then like dealt with. And yeah, to give a very brief summary. But... <laughs> Um, and so in the New Testament, what we see the Day of Atonement is, is like Jesus on the cross. Mm-hmm. And there's this one verse in um, Hebrews. And so Hebrews and Leviticus is all connected because it talks about like how he's the high priest and how Jesus, like there's nothing superior to him because no animal, no offering could ever like take upon the sin of the world except for Jesus, you know? And so there's this verse and every time I read it, like I end up crying because I'm just like, oh God, you're so good. And it's in Hebrews 10, 12 that says, but when Christ had offered um, for an all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. And this verse like just pierces my heart every time because it's like, man, like once you understand like Leviticus and the weight of how much sin cost and the process of what they had to do to even become holy so they could be in the presence of God, you know, when they were in the camp with Israel. And now they don't have to do that anymore because Jesus took all of our sins and bore it on the cross. And now we get to live in that new humanity, that new identity, that new creation that God calls us to be as an image bearer and as his son and daughter in his kingdom, you know? And so it's just crazy. And yeah, 
don't know. Honestly, Hebrews, if you just talk about anything in this book, like, I'll go off. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> just yeah. Full, full, but, full yeah. But I think that this verse has really brought me to this deeper intimacy of just understanding my sin and understanding who Jesus is and the holiness of who he is and just the depth of who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for me, uh, what just came into my mind is in uh, Second Timothy, um, there's this uh, like little poem in Second Timothy, Timothy 2, um, 11 to 13. And like the last uh, verse of that uh, poem says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful, but he cannot deny himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God is so faithful, even though I mess up so many times, mm-hmm. God is still faithful and he um, still like sticks with me, still stays with me. Uh, and just like every time I read this verse, I'm like, how, like, how did God choose me to like be with him? Like, I just don't understand and I will never understand, but he cannot deny himself. That's why he is faithful. Yeah. It, it's so amazing. It blows my mind. Oh, that's beautiful. It's like, I personally, I received, uh, to think about this year in faithfulness, about how God is faithful. Mm-hmm. And I uh, studied it about in the Bible and it's like, well, it means that God is always remains the same. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing that that you've been able to see in the Bible to know Him mm-hmm. and that you know that He's not gonna change. Mm-hmm. He remains yeah. the same because He can deny who He is. Yeah. And yes, yeah, like, well, now I'm thinking about the thing. Well, yes, of course. How if we are Christians, we say we believe in Him, that He's the Lord of our lives. How can we not study yeah. the Word that He gave us to mm-hmm. know Him, yeah. to get to know Him? By sharing people uh, how to study, how to how to go deep in the Bible. Mm. Yeah, like how so, you felt doing that. So for me, helping like going deeper into the Bible is actually teaching the Bible because when you teach somebody something, you learn so much yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you even learn more yourself than what you actually share with people. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, for me, being here in Mexico and being able to teach. It was amazing. Like I actually hate speaking with people or speaking in front of people. I'm really shy. I <laughs> yeah, um, but like teaching the Bible like made me come out of my like cocoon and um, like be able to like do what God told me a couple of years back that He wants to use my voice um, for His glory. So yeah, being here in Mexico like really brought this um, promise or this. Thing that God told me what he wants to do with me to life and that's so amazing to see yeah well for me like another reason why I joined this school is because I I don't know I had this revelation last year that like I don't know because in YWAM like Lauren was talking about how it's like the year of the bible and then because of COVID they're going to be the next 10 years of the bible or something because something happened or whatever but for me that I really took that to heart and I was like okay yeah, I've been a Christian my whole life but I've never like completed the whole Bible and I didn't understand like the weight of it because I feel like in the Western world anyway like there's so many resources and there's just so many things out there and there's so much like content that you can look into 
So I feel like we're very, very poverty stricken in that sense because we, yeah, we have too many resources. So it's like almost overwhelming to open up your Bible. And so for me, like I really wanted to do this school so I could end my own Bible literacy and then one day take part in the ending Bible poverty as a whole as well and do my part. And so, yeah, I think that through this like experience, it's been so cool because we had six months of really intense study where we just spent six days a week just like you can't see me right now but I'm bent over on the table just looking down in my bible and it it was so intense you know and then being able to like get out there and be like okay like god what have you actually spoken to me like that's been the coolest thing because yeah like Eva was sharing as you prepare a teaching like god just takes you so much deeper because you have to pull out these things and like re look at it and then you just go even deeper than like you've already gone and so for me i've really enjoyed um being able to speak and one of my favorite books is exodus actually <laughs> and i could go off on this yes <laughs> and everyone knows this on my team anyway because um I won't get into it, but anyway, Exodus is so good, and we had a chance to run a Bible seminar actually and teach on the Pentateuch, and so we covered um, like five very intense books because those are usually like they're all books about law, and but through that, like God spoke so much to me, and it, it's just been so cool. And I think what's been really inspiring for me here in Mexico is like the hunger for the word, because like you were saying, like people just like kind of grow up about hearing about it, but not necessarily seeing it for themselves, and so. I think that there's so much power in opening up like a physical Bible and not just looking on your phone, but really opening up the text and studying it and seeing what it says word for word and asking Holy Spirit to guide you and give revelation through that. So I think for me, like just the hunger and the desire here of how the people here want to know who this God is, you know, like they had heard of him, but now they want to see him, you know. So for me, I've been really encouraged when it comes to teaching and going back to that place but then also being able to pour that out into others so okay um you know what we heard is that in your school you had to do like for every book you had to do a practical like uh, had to put it into practice mm -hmm. and we heard some stories about it can you t share with us of personal your personal what was a personal practical mm. thing that you did after you read one of the books yeah no for sure so um like i said like our fourth step that we talked about is application so in our application entry like the questions that would be like what is, what did god speak to you what is something you have to repent of and like how how is this going to change your life you know like how can we keep you accountable and so um something that come to mind for me is the week that we studied first peter and second timothy was oh, it yeah. we that those two books are really based about suffering and it's yeah. like Peter, it's one of Peter's letters and Paul's final letter to the church and he's basically passing on the baton to like Timothy and he's like keep running this race you know fight the good faith like don't give up you know and but the context that we had and um, our speaker he was from India and so he talked a lot about like the persecuted church and he gave a lot of examples of like suffering and what it means to suffer for the gospel and for me that heart of like the persecuted church was really revealed to me that week and so in my application, like, I just, I was on my face before God, I was like, God, like, I'm so sorry that I've, like, forgotten about our brothers and sisters out there who face, like, a physical persecution because they carry such value, because they hold on to a Bible, because they have faith in Jesus, and so 
something that I did and that God really touched my heart in was just that idea of just picking up prayer in that area. And so I made an accountability to pray on Thursdays and I have a reminder on my phone that talks about like praying for the persecuted church. And I get an email every day from this um, subscription that I signed up about that talks about the persecuted church. And so for me, it was something super simple like that. And I know some of our friends have like done more radical things like shaving their heads or they've um, done, I don't know, like fasting different things or just deleting photos or things because we believe, like I said before, like the Bible requires action. And if we look the same as when we started at the school, then how much has God really done in our hearts? And we don't say that out of condemnation. It's more of a conviction. And because God gives such a responsibility and a, um, not a responsibility and like a deep understanding. And because we read this word, like we know the truth and we know what's written, you know? So therefore we, we it's now our choice to take action and, Put that into practice, practice, you know. So yeah, we carry um, a responsibility. Like with knowledge comes responsibility. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, one application that came into my mind from from SBS is uh, from the Book of Ruth. Mm. Um, so when I was studying it, I was looking at like the different characters and how they <clears throat> react to difficulties, and like the four different people in that book react completely different. Uh, so there's Elimelech, um, who does what is right in his own eyes and runs away from God um, mm. and runs away from the promised land. And then we have um, Naomi. She gets bitter over um, over what what happened to her. And then we have Orpah who, who, um, yeah, who runs away. And then we have Ruth and she gives herself into the hand of God and she, um, yeah, just uh, follows that God that she does not really know because she is a Moabite. Um, and like that made me think like how do I react when difficulties like are around like how how do I react am I like Orpah am I like Ruth am I like I mean Elimelech or Naomi and mm. that really made me like reflect on like how do I um yeah what do I do when I face difficulties and um like something that I learned through that is um not asking why something happens mm -hmm. but what god wants to teach me through it mm -hmm. so yeah that was my implication from the book of ruth that's very good like it's like keeping it real right like we are humans <laughs> and you know it's very difficult to to read the bible it is difficult it's not like oh yeah see see yeah and it takes time it takes effort and it takes discipline mm -hmm. and so do you have any tips for people like I think many of the people who are listening now, maybe they're starting to read the Bible or they're struggling. Do you have any tips for them to how to start or how to follow through study like guides or like the year, like, you know, uh, the Bible in the year? <laughs> I think something like, obviously everyone's at different areas in their walk with God and where they're at. So I think just starting with something that's most practical for you and not setting like a crazy expectation, like, I think doing what fits you most, you know, and I think starting small is a very good way to go. So maybe don't go chronologically and start with Genesis because Genesis <laughs> like 50 yeah. chapters takes three out three and a half hours to read in one go. So yeah, and then later said Leviticus, you will just yeah, be like, I'm, I'm out. Exactly. <laughs> so my recommendation to people who are listening and wanting to get into this habit of studying their Bible, mm -hmm. I would say 
start with Paul's letters, like go small. The first book that we studied was the book of Philemon, and then we did Colossians. Mm -hmm. And so Philemon's 25 verses. It takes five minutes to read. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy, but it's very deep. And so Mm -hmm. I would recommend just going in it. And like we talked about with the IBS method, like just pray before you read observe ask questions about what does this mean what does the author want to say and then why like and I think the bible project really helps if you want like an overview and a quick context of like what's happening in this book what does this mean and it'll help you interpret better and then pull application out as you read and begin to study and so yeah I would recommend start with Philemon and Colossians they're very like Colossians is one of my favorite books like (laughs) I could talk about that forever um but honestly just start small and do what's best suits you or if you have like a favorite bible verse just meditate on that verse and ask God for revelation and see how deep you can go you know Oh, maybe like uh, for example, like uh, I was, oh, I sometimes do that in the Bible, like the, the app, mm-hmm. but for the verse, and mm-hmm. then like read the whole chapter, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and also a good idea is um, really to ask God what you should read, like mm-hmm. listen to God's voice, obey what He tells you to go, yeah. like where you should go, because God always knows best what is the best book for you to read right now, and the mm-hmm. best um, thing that you will help you in, will help you in your walk right now. So, yeah, just be led by the Spirit in in this process of reading and studying the Bible. I would also say if you want a challenge, like I would challenge you to read a book in one go. Because if you read Genesis, like chapter by chapter and day by day, it's very different than to the whole story. So if you say like on Sundays, like after church or whatever you do, I don't know, you can just commit like maybe two hours and I think um another thing is that it requires sacrifice and your time management you know and if you long for that deeper relationship with Jesus then you need to sacrifice something in order to gain Christ you know and so maybe on Sundays if you just want to take like set two hours aside out of your day before you go into your week and be like this is what I'm going to do I'm going to study God's word and, and I'll hold on to that for that week you know and I think also in your quiet times like when you spend time with God in the morning like maybe just do not as of an intense bible study like the IBS method but just spend time in like the psalms and really just meditating on what God has for you so you can hold on to that for the day you know but yeah start small and give yourself grace because it took us like a whole quarter to understand the method and and like understand really what this means and it wasn't to like the, I don't know like maybe week I don't know in like the in the fifth month we were in this school that things started making sense you know <laughs> so give yourself so much grace because yeah I'm still learning I don't know any of the answers yeah. I just know that God is good and he's faithful so yeah, yeah and it's also so good like to meditate on psalms yeah and uh, like just read a psalm and um like read it over and over again and ask God hey what does it mean for my, your for my life mm-hmm. um and like honestly reading the psalms in one sitting changed my heart completely and changed my life like oh, yeah we read uh psalms like all 150 psalms in one sitting it took six hours six hours and honestly i was in a really bad spot at that day mm. but it changed my relationships with god like mm. i came out and i was like wow, wow. yeah <laughs> yeah so um read the psalms yeah it's a 
good thing. A yeah. Good book. I think if you want to meditate on something, you can't go wrong with the Psalms. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to study God's word and get into it, start with Philemon and Colossians and some of Paul's like smaller letters like Ephesians, Galatians, Galatians. And then you can slowly work your way up and then get to the Pentateuch. Because the Pentateuch, it'll change your life. So <laughs> I love Dominican. Yeah. It's so, like the meat. Yeah. 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 It's like the meat. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's like the tacos, you know. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, but I think it's really good. I feel like you said Philemon. It's really good because it talks about a friendship. Yeah. Yeah, forgiveness. And I think that's really important for a relationship with God. Yeah. To see Jesus as our friend as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the Lord. He's our creator. Mm-hmm. But he's also our friend. Amen. And our groom. So, yeah, I think... I like that you made me think about relationship. Mm. So maybe see it that way. You're spending time with a friend, mm-hmm. with your mm-hmm. father who loves you, who has advice for you, yeah, knows you well. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, girls, for this amazing, uh, say, amazing time. <laughs> Thanks so much for sharing. Thank you. A little bit of what God gave you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hope you still have a great time. Yeah, Rachel, thank you, everyone who's listening. Mm-hmm. I hope you... Um, you receive this time, this words that we've received, and you are able to spend more time with God in a deeper and more profound way, knowing that Jesus loves you and He died on the cross and He's alive. Mm-hmm. He's gonna come back and He wants you to be with Him. Amen. Yeah. yeah, God wants for a relationship. Yeah, friendship. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Wabam Ola podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and we hope that you continue growing in the Lord. God bless you and see you next time.